someone that's terminal that couldn't be here. If they could be here, they needed to be here. Now, if they, if they couldn't get here, get you one of these handkerchiefs. Now, I don't have many. Maybe you might have to just bring you a handkerchief tomorrow night. But we've had some real good success. We was in Moulton, Alabama. A lady got healed of lymphoma cancer. Hallelujah. She'd been diagnosed for a year and a half with lymphoma cancer. We sent a handkerchief and she was healed. Praise God. We've seen, uh, just can't, just can't tell you how many, uh, how our God has wrought special miracles. So if you need one of those handkerchiefs, praise God tonight. Praise the Lord. Turn with me tonight to the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. Fifth chapter of the book of Romans. Father, we approach the Word of God reverently tonight. We thank you tonight that not only will the Word go forth in the power and the accuracy of the Spirit of God, but you'll confirm it with supernatural signs, wonders, and the miraculous. We believe that. We say it with our mouth. We know it in our spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Romans, the fifth chapter and first verse. Said, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand. Now, I want to talk to you tonight about faith and grace. You know, faith is how we enter into this grace. And our faith must be in the grace. Amen. Faith must be in the grace of Almighty God. It must be in... Uh, uh, see, grace is every bit of your covenant rights. Amen. Every bit of them. Praise God. Grace, one tra uh, 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 translator, translated grace, unconditional love. Now, if you know that God's got unconditional love towards you, do you know you can get anything He's got? But if you think He's got something against you, and you hadn't lived as you should, or you have failed, or you hadn't been the Christian you ought to have been, how many of you ever had them thoughts? And what I'm saying, most of the time that's true. You ain't been the Christian you ought to have been. You ain't been this, and you should have done it. But that's not the way God looks at it. God believes that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ has handled your righteousness Amen. and who He has made you. Praise be unto God. So He said, we have access to this unconditional love by faith. Hallelujah. Arthur S. Way says, we have been introduced by the door of faith into the very favor of God in which we have so firm a footing. We got a firm footing. Amen? Amen? Praise God. What is it in? It's in this grace. Well, what opens the door to the grace? My faith. Now, my faith puts it in God's hands. Now, you listening to me? Now, my faith gets it in the hands of God. Now, when I get it in the hands of God, something bigger than my faith takes over. When my faith penetrates the very grace of God and I leave that with Him. See, a lot of times people say, well, I'm just going to turn my husband over to the Lord. And they say, well, you know, uh, my old reprobate son or daughter or something. How are you going to do that? Said, so, well, here he is, Lord, you take him. Well, that don't do anything but turn it over to the devil. Are you listening to me? You turn stuff over to God with your faith. I have access by faith into this grace. Now, faith is my hold on God. But bless God, grace is God's hold on me. When you penetrate the grace of God, something bigger than your faith takes over. It's called God's grace. That is God's gigantic system of victory. Once you get it in God's hands, no man can pluck it out. 
But you got to get it in there. How do I do that? By having faith in His grace, in His unconditional love, that God is a God that's provided me every need I need. Praise God. So, by faith, man penetrates the gigantic system of grace. Hallelujah. It's kind of like a big Ferris wheel. Once you get it on in God's grace, ain't nobody can get it off. Nobody can get it off. But you got to get it on. And you've got the ability to get it on. What is that? That's my faith. See, faith has been given to you at the new birth. By grace was you saved through faith. And that not yourselves gift God. Amen? So I've got the ability to get it in God's hands. And when I get it into God's hands, something, the biggest thing in the universe takes over. What is it? The God who has unconditional love. You know, over in uh, Hebrews 4.16, he says, Come boldly to the throne of grace. See, one translation said, Come meet with unconditional love. Come boldly to the throne of grace and meet with unconditional love. What if you knew that when, when a, a need come up? What if you need, what if you, when you needed a new car, you knew that blessed be God, I got unconditional love. God will buy me, get me anything. Amen? Amen. Well, how am I going to get him to do it? By faith. I'm going to get it, I, I'm going to open that door by faith. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So once this grace is penetrated with your faith, something bigger. You know, faith's big. But something bigger than your faith takes over. Something bigger than just what you have. It's called Almighty God. Unconditional love. It takes over. Praise God. See, if you understand this, I got a hold on God. I got a hold on Him. My faith's my hold on God. But bless God, grace is His hold on me. He's got a bigger hold. Once you get God, get it in God's hands, He's got it. Ain't nobody can pluck it out. Nobody can do a thing in the world about it. What, what'll happen? You know, if Satan can get you off of the Word of God and get you to fighting God with your mouth, See, so he can get you off, get you off of it, have good, fine, well-meaning Christians come and give you some well-meaning advice. Amen. But if he can get you off of your faith, see, most Christians, they start out in faith, believe in God, standing on the Word of God, but if the circumstance don't change in a certain length of time, they get all bent out of shape. Just get being out of shape. My God, why ain't this happening? Hallelujah. You know, God might have had to move on 25 people for one of them to obey Him. Amen? Hallelujah. I don't know how many people I've had come by my church and say, you know, the Lord told me I'm supposed to be coming to your church. The richest, one of the ten richest men in the world come by one day. He said, uh, me and my wife are supposed to be coming to your church. I didn't tell him I knew it. I knew he was. He had already offered me access to his airplane. He had a jet airplane. And I said, man, that's nice. I don't have to have maintenance on it. I don't have to do anything. He said, I'll fly you anywhere you want to go. Any meeting you want to go, I'll fly you there, do anything. Now, that sounds good, doesn't it? But then I'd be obligated to him, wouldn't I? See, and then I'd have to lean towards that. No, I never did use his airplane. But he never came to church but once. See? I don't know how many people have told me, well, God told me. You know, when someone, Jeanette, when someone tells me, I'm behind you a hundred percent, I'm looking for him to hit the door shortly. <laughs> I'm looking for him to leave. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm behind you. I'm with you a hundred percent. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
So faith is my hold on God, but grace is God's hold on me. Do you know grace is God's unconditional love? I read that months or so ago, and I've been preaching on it ever since. I read it out of Ben Johnson's translation. Praise God. Now let me tell you something. If God's got unconditional love for me, that means there's no condition in it. It's not up to me to keep the covenant. I didn't make the covenant. And if I didn't make it, then I can't break it. See, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, why is it going to stay in effect? Because of unconditional love went to the cross. Amen. Amen. Now, what did he do? He's got unconditional healing. How am I going to get it? By faith. By faith in what? That he's in love with me. That he, the Lord Jesus Christ, has unconditional love. Yeah, but Brother Solon, that sounds too easy. Well, it is easy. It couldn't be any more easy. Well, Brother Son, that sounds like, you know, it just, it'll just fall on you. That's right. If you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing. But if you're going to struggle and try to get under the law. Do you know, people, people get under condemnation about everything they do. And if they miss God one thing, they think they give place to the devil to jump on them. We did? No, we didn't. He don't have any rights where you are concerned. Where you are concerned, he, you are off limits. Hallelujah. Say, so, well, can't Satan put things on you? No. See, we need to know this, that Jesus totally defeated him in the death, burial, and the mighty resurrection, and whatever he did in Satan's defeat, that set down to your credit, but he stripped him of all power, all authority. He went through death that he may annihilate all the power of the devil. Amen? Amen. And deliver them that all their lifetime lived in fear. Well, I'm not going to live in fear. Amen? I'm not afraid of the devil. Someone said, well, you wouldn't be no match for the devil. No, he ain't no match for me. He ain't no match for us. He is totally defeated. And as you get this in your thinking, you know, Paul wrote, neither give place to the devil. Don't give him any place. Because he can't take one. He's not just going to come over to your house and break in. Now, he might call some idiot to do it. <laughs> Amen. Ephesians 2.8 By grace you say through faith. That not itself is a gift of God. Amplified Bible said, For it is by free grace that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. Now let me read that again. That's excellent. For it is by free grace that you're saved, delivered from judgment. When you walk before God, God's not going to open that book and say, look here, let me see what you got, what you've done. He's going to open that book and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I hear preachers on TV all the time talking about what God's going to do when He opens that book. He'll have record of everything you've done. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ took every sin, every sickness, every failure, blessed God, and He everything that was in the account book against you, He closed the account and nailed the account book to the cross. Amen. It's over. Sin ain't bothering God. Amen. Say, Brother Son, you preach like that, you'll have folks sinning. No, no, no. No, I preach righteousness. That's the cure to sin. I don't want, uh, sin will make a coward out of you. It'll make you where you have to slip around the back door and get a hand out instead of walking boldly to the throne of grace. Amen. So I don't, I, I don't have no intentions of sinning. I'm not trying to figure up some way I can get away with something. Hallelujah. Amen. By grace was you saved. Amplified said, by the free gift of grace that you're saved, delivered from judgment. 
You've been delivered from judgment. See, He's already judged you. You've come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace is God's divine healing. That's unconditional love. It's God's divine favor. You know what favor is? You're a favorite with God. You know what that means? When I was in sixth grade, I never did learn to read till I got in sixth grade. And the teacher asked me one day, said, uh, Sullen said, uh, uh, read such and such. And I said, uh, uh, Miss Hines, I, I, I never did learn to read. So well, how come they passed you? Well, I was not a real studious person and caused problems, I imagine, they want to get rid of me. And they just scooted me on. <clears throat> anyway, Miss Hines said, I don't believe it. I don't know why, but I thought they started up there and started down the page reading. And I didn't nobody show me any different. I didn't know they went across, across the page. Anyway, she said, I'll teach you to read, you know, and she broke her belt out. And I said, you know. But she taught me to read. And by Christmas time of that, at the year in the sixth grade, I could read pretty good. And we put mistletoe over the door. And she was kind of tall woman. And I was a little short fat boy. And I got up on a big tall boy's shoulders. And when Miss Hines come in, I kissed Miss Hines. And she cried. Son, I was her favorite. I was her favorite. I couldn't do anything wrong. I know one time I had a fight with a boy and he's lost taller than me and I couldn't, I couldn't hit him so I just grabbed him and I bit him and I bit a plug out of him. <laughs> and Miss Hines said, she had us down there, he's bleeding. She said, what did you do to make Buzzy get on you like that? I, it sure wasn't my fault, you know. No matter what it was. I know one time we was playing king on the mountain and we had a big bench up there and, you know, and they tried to pull you off there. Well, I got a boy by the arm, snatched him off there and he broke his arm, you know. And, uh, you know, we had no business doing it, but we, anyway. How come? It was his fault, it wasn't mine. I never did do it. And, and, and they'd send me to the principal. She'd go in there with the principal with me. I mean, I'm her favorite. Well, let me tell you something. You know you are favorite with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You've got unconditional love. And all you have to do is have faith in that unconditional love. You can get anything your God's got. Hallelujah. Divine healing. Prosperity. You can see your children come in. Amen. Do you know God will save that old reprobate boy that's on dope right now? He'll save him. How's he going to do it? How's he going to do it? I'm going to believe God. I ain't going to say, well, here he is, Lord, take him. I'm not fixing to do that. I'm going to say, blessed be God, this promise is unto me in my whole household. And as many as are far off as the Lord thy God shall call. Amen. And I trust God for that word of Almighty God. And something kicks in. It ain't my faith. Something bigger than my faith. The gigantic system of God called grace, unconditional love. Hallelujah. 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 In Romans 6 chapter and the fourth verse, uh, 14th verse, look at that. He said, for sin, sickness, disease, failure shall not have dominion over you. For you're not under the law, but you're under grace. You're not under the law. It's not what you do. It's not what you've done. It's not what you're going to do. It's what Jesus has done. And as you understand that, praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Preacher lives about 30 miles from me, had a full gospel church, had a nice church. But his mother, she run, she run them honky tonks. And we've got a pretty good size, had two big hospitals in El Dorado where I, where I live. And she had, she came down, she had cancer of the brain, tumors in her brain. 
And they give her radiation, everything, all her hair's gone, everything, and they couldn't get it. You know, I asked the doctor, I said, uh, how many have you actually got cured in the last 10 years? I, he said, really and truly, that I know for sure. I said, you know for sure. He said, two. Well, that ain't very good percentage. That ain't very good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, this young preacher named Paul Troquel. Anyway, I started sending women from the church to see his mother. They said she can't receive nothing. Why? Because she thinks she's lived such an awful life. I said, did y'all pray with her? Yeah, we prayed with her. She got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And she's what? Said she feels like she's lived such an awful life all her life that she's just not worthy to receive. You cannot amount to a hill of beans if you don't know that you're special to God. You can't go where God wants you unless you know He's got unrestricted love. Unconditional. Not what you've done or going to do. Hallelujah. So I went up there and I talked to her and shared with her about righteousness. Oh, it was a job. It was a job. It was a job. Hallelujah. But thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. Here's a woman with tumors in the brain that she's going to die. She's in her early 40s. Praise God. Got four or five children. Husband. Going to have to leave? That's not God. That's not God. God has unconditional love. And when I showed her about the grace of God, that God made her a favorite, that was the hardest thing in the world for her to believe. A favorite with God? And I done run them talks and done everything in the world? See, people, most Pentecost people, they preach sin to keep someone squalling down at the altar. For they say, we had a good service last night and we really squalled them out. We really did. I don't think it ought to be an altar bench in a church. Hallelujah. Jesus has done everything it takes for life and godliness. Amen. Prayer rooms where you're supposed to pray things out. Amen. Anyway, we ministered to her daily on the grace of God, daily on the favor of God, daily on the Word of God. We laid hands on her four or five times a day. And I'll tell you what, within the month she is totally healed. And we had a little doctor come in and he said, Bless God, hallelujah, she's totally healed. Totally, totally healed. Amen. But she only got a hold of that because she found out the love of God. You cannot get what God has for you if you don't know that He's totally in love with you. That He's totally pleased with you. You ever think, well, He ain't pleased with me out of this? Well, kick that out and the devil with it. Amen. He's well pleased because He's the one that made you. He created you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians, the first chapter. Ephesians, the first chapter, first verse. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus. He's writing to saints, us, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from Jesus and, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ according as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. You know, ain't no blame. you ain't got any blame before God. He put all your blame on Jesus. That's called grace. Grace is God taking the responsibility for the fall of man and sending the Lord Jesus Christ to correct it. It's been corrected. It's been paid for. Every sin. 
You're without blame before Him in love. That's something to shout about. Without blame. Fifth verse, having predestined us to the adoption of children by Christ Jesus to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will to the praise of the glory of His grace wherein He has made us accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. Knox translates that. That grace by which He has taken us into His favor in the person of His beloved Son. If any man be in Christ, he's been carried into the beloved. You're in the beloved. How many of you ever read over in the 17th chapter of Big John that God the Father loves you as much as He does Jesus? Huh? See, we need to understand that. The unconditional love... See, he said, don't frustrate the very grace of Almighty God. We frustrated the grace of God. We said, oh, we're so unworthy. Oh, I, I hadn't been what I ought to have been. And all that may be true. But blessed be God, it's not true according to the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. Not according to what God has made you. Not according to what He set down to your credit. Amen? He counts you as pure and holy as Jesus Christ. <laughs> he counts you just as holy. God the Father, the holy sanctified God, is not going to live in an unholy vessel. So he said, now you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Greater is he that is in you. The greater one. How come he can live there? Because he's made you holy. You are now the holy of holies. Praise be unto God. You are the very presence of a holy God. You are the anointed of God. You're sons and daughters of the Most High God in the class with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This night, the grace of God, the unconditional love, been extended to us. We need to accept it by faith. Well, it just don't seem like that's right. Well, we don't go by the same. Amen. We go by the Word. Amen. And so, being, being He's extended the, the unconditional love, I'm going to get me some of it by faith. I'm going to trust Him that His Word's true. Hallelujah. When I need something, I'm going to go to my Father. Hallelujah. How come you're going to do that? Because he's got love waiting on me. He ain't got a big fly swat waiting till I do something wrong. You know, and they write a good song about it. God's going to get you for that doodle doodle do. Yeah, they ought to. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Grace is God Himself restoring man back to divine favor. Restoring man back to unconditional love. Can you say amen? amen. 1 Corinthians 15.10 I'm going to read it out of Clarence Jordan, Cotton Patch Translation. It said, The favor He showed me was not wasted. Do you know the grace of God has been wasted? We didn't know what the grace of God is. We thought it was unmerited favor. That just means it's free. Well, what is grace? God's unconditional love. Unconditional. Can you see that? Unconditional. Say that out loud. Unconditional. Say it again. Unconditional. How do I get it? By faith. My faith grabs hold of that. Bless God when I do. God grabs hold of me. And just let someone try to take it out, take me out of his hands. Can't pluck me out. Hallelujah. Look what that'll do when you try to get your healing. Look what that'll do when your child's lying there with 105 fever. I know I have unconditional love waiting on me now. Extend it to me now. Can you say amen? Cotton Patch said the favor. He showed me was not wasted. For I worked harder. I worked harder than all the rest. Not I really. Not I really. But God's goodness that had a hold on me. 
something got a hold on me. Amen. What's got a hold on you? Well, I, I've missed God all my life. I, you know, He called me to preach. Well, He's got unconditional love. You know, I called a fellow out. I was preaching in the Methodist church and I called this big old tall boy out. And I said, as a young man, God has called you to preach. He is a banker then. And I said, God called you to preach and that call's still upon your life. And I just pointed at him and he looked like he fell for 30 minutes. I had a catcher there and he's a little bitty fella. And he looked up and he, and he got out of the way. He wasn't care. And we was on an old wooden floor and he bounced on that floor. His head bounced on. And I thought about that a many times. If it wasn't for unconditional love, wouldn't none of us make it. If it wasn't for the grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The favor He showed me was not wasted, for I worked harder than all the rest. Really, not really, but God's goodness that had a hold on me. Hallelujah. You remember that song they used to sing? Something got a hold on me. I told you I could sing the blues, didn't I? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something's got a hold on me. Can you let the unconditional love get a hold on you? Look, when you've made mistakes, you don't need a lawyer till you're in trouble, folks. Bless God, I'm telling you right now, we're not in trouble because unconditional love's been extended to us. I'm not in trouble. I'm not in failure. I'm in victory every day of my life. When I wake up in the morning, I'm happy. I'm waking up, bless God, the unconditional love of Almighty God has been bestowed upon me. God don't like me. He loves me. He don't like me. He loves me. Praise God. I can get my hand in that cook's jar he's got any time I want to. He invited me, come boldly and meet with mercy. Come boldly and meet with grace. Come boldly and obtain not come squalling and bawling, slip around to the back door looking for a handout. Here I am, old unworthy. <laughs> See, that belittles the work of God. Here I come, the greatest thing you got, Lord. You say, that don't seem right. No, but you got to change what you're thinking. You're the best thing that God's ever... I mean, when He made you, He got the blue ribbon, folks. One translation said, you're his work of art. You're his Mona Lisa. You're the best. He couldn't make you any better. It's impossible. He's made you the best he can make you, and then extended the very unconditional love. No matter what you've done, I don't care if you leave him cussing me right now. You ain't going to keep him from loving you. Said, so you want me to try it out? No, I don't want you trying it out. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Unconditional love. I can grab it. My faith. See, you're full of faith. You're full of the God kind of faith. Amen, amen, amen. Unconditional love. Unconditional. There's not a condition in it. Well, if you do this and you do that, and you do this. See, in the Old Testament, it's eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. If you be willing and you as obedient to these things that happen. Well, bless God, Jesus Christ stood for me as my substitute. Hallelujah. You ever come by and you see that sign out there that said, John Wayne kills outlaws. We go in the picture show and there he is. He jumped off this big white horse and jumped on this fellow and they fell down the mountain a mile and a half. Said John Wayne gathers him outlaw. That wasn't John Wayne as his stand in. <laughs> How many of you know Jesus was in your jersey? When he went to the cross, he was standing for you. While you was yet a sinner, he died for you. Whatever he accomplished, it says out on the marquee out there, Buzzy whooped outlaw. Huh? How many know a man whooped out, whooped the devil? Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So we've got to stand in. Well, if I miss it, what? The blood's speaking better things than Abel. It's not speaking for justice. What's it speaking for? It's on the mercy seat. Hallelujah. When you fail, that's when you need mercy. When someone messes up, they don't need to be down, condemned, and dogged till they quit coming to church. Need to help them. That's when you extend the love of God. You, see, love covers a multitude of sin. Hallelujah. And when someone messes up, that's when he needs a lawyer. Amen. You know, I was preaching last Wednesday night at the church about Jesus Christ, our advocate, our lawyer. Man, I've seen me something that I hadn't seen in a long time. I'll tell you what, we got a lawyer. You know, if, if someone's harassing me and dogging me and doing something I don't like, do you know I, I used to have lawyers on retainer fee? I got one that's on retainer fee that I don't even have to pay. Hallelujah. I've been calling on my lawyer. Hallelujah. Yeah, this harass somebody. Satan, I got somebody I'll put you in, in the lockup before your time. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 In Hebrews 8, 12, he said, I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness. Their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. That's new covenant. He don't remember your sins and iniquities. Past, present, and future. Sin, sin. So he annihilated that. Jesus went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death. The power of sin. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you, how many of you like to have known when you was believing God that every sin I had was under the blood? And that He's extended the very love of God to me. The unconditional. Well, Brother Sullivan, have you ever missed it? Well, I, if I have, it ain't none of your business. <laughs> Amen. I know, I know idiots will get up in the church and say, Oh, I've missed it so. I want to confess it before the church. Why, you must be, your, your cracker, your cheese fell off your cracker. <laughs> you ain't right. Don't ever, look, we got the Fifth Amendment, First John. You can't, you can't be made to testify against yourself. Don't ever get up and tell anybody what you've done. They'll, they'll remember it six months after you did. A lot of them will want to dig you up and pour lime on you after. <laughs> Jeanette don't know what that means. Some of us folks out here do though. He said, I'll remember your iniquities no more. It's over. Now, if you want to hang around a sin consciousness and just be a numb skull, just go ahead. That's called frustrating the grace of God. The grace of God has been extended. 2 Corinthians 5.19, Amplified Bible said, God was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with Himself. Not counting up their sins, but canceling them and giving us a ministry of reconciliation. We never preach the truth to a heathen. You ever told a heathen, God ain't mad at you? We take bumper stickers and put on there, and everybody say, turn or burn. Get right or get left. Be careful. Hell ain't half full yet. You know, and got a finger on you. Kind of like Uncle Sam got his, you know. See, we've told, we've told them all that. That's not the love of God. That's not unconditional. That's not the grace of God. That frustrates the grace of God. God wants people to know, I ain't mad at you. That I'm for you. That I've done extended the very love and forgiveness. You don't need anything else. Shout hallelujah. The covenant of grace means your sins has been canceled. They've been canceled. It's all there is to it. A lady come to him in a church somewhere in Alabama and she said, I reckon the Lord to heal this baby of mine. 
I said, why would you ask that? He said, well, my preacher told me, he said, uh, because I was promiscuous when I was young, that God put this on my baby. I said, did you spit in his face? He said, why, well, no, as my pastor. I said, that's what you ought to have done. Accusing my God. You know, you accuse my wife of doing something like that. Putting something on there. I'll get hot about that. That's not right. They've accused our God of everything but the love of God. They've accused Him of every sickness, every disease, every failure, every tornado. They've accused Him of everything. And all He's got is sitting there ready to extend the love of God. We need to tell them. We need to tell them. God's in love. He was in Christ. He's done restored you to favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hebrews 2.17 Jesus is a merciful and faithful high priest to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. He's done made reconciliation. He's done restored you to unconditional love. Hallelujah. Turn with me over to, back to Romans the 8th chapter. Romans the 8th chapter. Romans 8, chapter 37th verse. Nay, in all, all these things we're more than a conqueror through Him that loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor any other are angels nor principalities or powers or things present nor things to come nor heights nor depths or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. That's unconditional. You can't separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can't be separated. Well, I know it. If I don't do just, you know, I don't do just right, you know, God will not be pleased with me. I'm not talking about God's pleased with you right now, even in your failure. If you've got sense enough, you when you fail, you'll run to God. You won't run to, run away from it. He said, if you sin, don't lie about it. Run to God. Accept your forgiveness and press on towards the mark of the high calling of God. Hallelujah. Don't ever have a, a failure conscious or a sin conscious. Huh? If you've got a sin consciousness, you know what that is? You're looking for a place to fail. And you're going to fail. Praise God, praise God. Turn with me to Hebrews, the 10th chapter. <laughs> Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Start there in the 12th verse. When you get it, holler, amen. amen. But this man, after he had offered... One sacrifice for sin. He offered one sacrifice for sin. Forever. Say out loud, forever. forever. Set out the right hand of God. From henceforth expecting His enemies to be made His footstool. For by one offering He hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. How many of you know you're sanctified? we got whole movements of God called sanctified folks. Trying to get sanctified. And they ain't never going to get there. Because Jesus already got there for them. He's been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. You're as sanctified right now as Almighty God is. You have to think like that. If you're not pure, holy, and sanctified, God can't live in you. See, how many of you know our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, He's not Emmanuel anymore. He's not God with us. He's God in us. It's one God and Father of all who's above all and through all, and now He lives in you all. Amen. Praise God. How can He do that? Because He's made you holy. He's made you accepted in the Beloved. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First verse there in the 10th chapter. 
for the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices that they offered year by year continually make the comers therefore perfect. In other words, in the Old Testament they sacrificed goats and calves and, and the blood of animals and they covered their sin for a period of one year. Well, we've taken that kind of thing out and used it over in the New Testament and keep someone sin conscious. See, and squall them out. It's sins of omission and sins of commission. I don't care if they commission, omission, or what transmission. I ain't got nothing of the supernatural realm. Hallelujah. Where you're in contact with God all your life. Praise God. Praise God. Second verse there said, For then would they have not have ceased to be offered because the worshippers once purged should have no more conscience of sin. Now that's where God wants you to come from, come to, that you don't have any conscience of sin. Why can't, why can't I have a conscience that I've sinned? Because it'll make a coward out of you and God said the blood of Jesus Christ has annihilated every sin against you. It's totally paid for. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know what will cure a sin conscious? A righteousness conscious. Knowing you the righteousness and the holiness of God. For He was made sin for us who knew no sin that we could be made. Not robed in righteousness. Ain't nothing you can take off. This is something God made you. And be like me asking one of you men, are you a man? Why you get insulted? Are you righteous? Why sure I'm righteous. Amen. Oh, and first John said, you're righteous even as Jesus is righteous. Praise God. In Romans, the fourth chapter and the sixteenth verse. We read it out of office way. For this reason, the promise was made conditional on faith simply that the fulfillment might be a matter of God's free grace. Now listen, Phillips, the whole thing, this whole thing is a matter of faith on man's part and generosity on God's part. It's a faith... I got to have faith in God's generosity. I got to have faith in God's favor. I got to have faith that God Himself laid on Jesus my infirmities and He took my sickness. I, I have to have faith in that. Why can I do that? Because He's got unconditional love. Praise God. Hallelujah. Unconditional. Not a condition in it anywhere. Well, now if you do this and you do that, no, no. Knowing God's unconditional love will get you anything God's got. 2 Corinthians 8 9. Ben Johnson translation. Said, For you know the unconditional love of our Lord Jesus Christ. He had all the wealth of God and he became a pauper so that through his poverty we could be wealthy. See, you need to think like that. You need to think like that. God does not want you laboring under a financial strain all your life. Well, I'm just barely getting along. I made minimum wage. Well, why don't you change that? If you're depending on that job instead of God, you're not depending on the unconditional love. Do you know God wants you to... I, I, I told some folks in my church not long ago, I stood up and the Spirit of the Lord come on me and He said, I'm tired of you driving an old piece of car. I'm tired of patching them. I had no intention of talking about that. Well, I feel the same way. I ain't wanting to be patching some old piece of car. Bumper dragging, Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 9, 8. Listen to this. And God, Amplified Bible, and God's able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always have 
always and under all circumstances and whatever you have, whatever you need and be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support. Son, you can get rid of them crazy checks. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Ain't nothing wrong with being on one, but there's something wrong with staying on one. <laughs> kind of like when I was a kid, there was a wide epidemic in, in Arkansas of the seven-year itch. And it'd stay on them, they'd scratch them old long handles and holes, and, you know, and you'd see them, we'd sitting up in the classroom, and they just scratching and itch, you couldn't have class. And I heard the teacher tell old boy one time, he said, she said, son, it ain't nothing wrong with having the itch, but it's something wrong with keeping the itch. We had marijuana lye soap then, bless God, and I'll tell you what, it did it, but you had to apply it. You understand what I mean? We need to apply some of this about some of these welfare and checks and things like that. God don't want you bound by some old piece of check, bound by some old government law that give you just enough to starve out. Our God don't like that. Not when you belong to Him. He's got unconditional love. Shout amen tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 1 Timothy 1.14 Weymouth translation said, And the grace of our Lord Jesus came to me in overflowing fullness, conferring faith on me and the love which is in Christ Jesus. He put the faith on me and He put the love on me. Praise God. Hebrews, we quoted a while ago, 4 and 16. So let us come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain. Beck said, so let us come boldly to God's throne of love. Law back. With confidence. With our faith. Confidence. I can come boldly to the throne of grace. That's the throne of unconditional love. Come meet with unconditional love. Amen? Amen. Another translation. Let us be bold to go straight to the Father. Moffat. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence. I like Rotterham, Church Christ theologian. Let us then be approaching with freedom of speech under the throne of favor. I don't have to come up there tongue-tied and everything else. Well, Lord, here it is on me, old unworthy. Here I am, I, you know, reckon I can get in. And he's done said, come boldly and just come on in. Just break on in the Oval Office. Amen. And obtain. Hallelujah. I don't even have to ask the secretary. I got Father. He's got unconditional love. Come on in. Well, hallelujah. You get anything out of this tonight? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ben, I don't know everybody here. Won't we bow our head just a minute? Are you here tonight and you don't know for sure and certain whether you've been born again? You're not sure that you're saved? If you're not sure, you don't even have to come down here. All I want you to do is raise your hand and we'll pray with you right there. Anybody not sure of their salvation? All right, I see that hand. Who else? See that hand. Who else? Don't be bashful. Bless God, we'll lead you to the throne. Praise God. All right, let's everybody pray with me. Say this to me. Dear Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your Son that died for me. I believe you raised him from the dead. And I now receive him as my personal Savior. I thank you, Lord, that this night I write it down. I'm born again. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now there's another experience in the, in the Spirit of God called being filled with the Holy Ghost evidence of speaking in other tongues. If you've never received that experience, come on down front now and you can receive that. Now if you need healing for your body, praise God, get out of your seat and come on down front and I want to pray with you. Praise God. Those invitations fit you. Just get out of your seat. Praise God.
Hallelujah. Any of you need one of these handkerchiefs to send to somebody or to give to somebody you know that couldn't be here? Bless God, come get one of these handkerchiefs. Hallelujah. 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 This miracle night, folks. Praise God. Hallelujah. Huh? What you want? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I've got a scripture stamped on them. Y'all read them to the people. Who are you going to give that to? Well, write it down. You're going to send one to each one of them. All right, you tell them that preacher said the minute he lay, the, lay that handkerchief on them, they'll be instantly healed. Tell him I said so. Hallelujah. Who else needs one? What do you need one for? Oh, you don't need one for you. Who else? You sure can. What's wrong with mama? Aren't right, you tell her to tie that on her right wrist? Hallelujah. Tell her what the preacher said. Said she'd be healed. Hallelujah. Who else needs one? All right. That's all I've got. Huh? That's just right. All right. What you need? Be healed? All right. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Y'all come on down this way. What you need, little sister? Huh? Where at? All right. What you got in there? Anything? Well, let's get them healed. In Jesus' name, recreate that right now, right now, right now. Loose her right now. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What you need, sister? Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What you need, young man? Cold. Lift your hand. Say, thank you, Jesus. I'm healed. Hallelujah. What you need, young man? Huh? Help get him focused. Focus on what? Lift your hands. Father, just help him now, right now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus. Yeah, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands to the Lord. Now, Father, in Jesus' name, as I lay hands upon him, in Jesus' name, the anointing, the anointing of God, go completely through him now and drive out anything of the enemy. Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 What? What's wrong with in Jesus' name, I command those eyes to function normally right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now turn around and read that sign. What's it say? All right, can you see better? What's that exit sign? You can read that. Turn around one more time. Lift your hands. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I'm going to lay hands on you tomorrow night. It's going to be a different deal. Hallelujah. Come on. Huh? That's all right. Thank you for being here tonight. I know you're blessed. Hope you'll be here in the morning. 
1030. Uh, the ministry this morning was extraordinarily good concerning who we are in Christ. Amen. Better yet, who he is in you. Amen. See you here at 1030 in the morning and tomorrow night at 7. Thank you for being here. Thank you.